All right, 320. Welcome back into the John Morris Show. Tom Morfield in for John and Aaron Sexton alongside as we uh, carry you through this Thursday afternoon. They are underway at AT&T Stadium. And again, Ray Biles and the Lorena Leopards off to a great start, a 7-0 lead over Brock. And speaking of high school football, he is the voice of the UIL. And we welcome into the program Craig Way. Craig, good afternoon. How are you? I'm great, Tom. How you doing? Doing terrific. We appreciate the time. And and, and this is this is unfor- unfortunate for us. This is one of the four games that you're resting and uh, and, and not in the booth for for today's game. Yeah, it's a little weird, but I'm enjoying it just like a fan of anybody else. And and you're right; it was a great opening drive for Lorena and going out of the Wildcat set to get the touchdown to go up seven to nothing on Brock. So yeah, I'm watching it very very carefully. Of course, the, the telecast in very good hands uh, with our colleague Ted Emmerich and working it with uh, Shea Walker and. and uh, Mike Leslie from Channel 8 here in Dallas worked the first game this morning, uh, which uh, was quite the ball game with Stratford eventually pulling away from Fall City. And then, of course, tonight I'll have that big showdown between Franklin and Gunner, wire to wire, number one in the state against wire to wire, number two in the state. Both teams unbeaten as they'll meet for the 3A Division II title tonight. Talk a little bit about South Oak Cliff, Craig, in, in the significance of, of Sock being in a, in a state championship game. Well, I think it's I think it's a two prong significance, Tom. South Oak Cliff in Dallas, LBJ in Austin, very similar situations. Both have been outstanding programs, but both have been stopped short of the state championship game in the past. LBJ was, of course, a semifinalist last year and lost as a heartbreaker to Crosby, 62-61 on a drop snap going in for a game winning two point conversion. South Oak Cliff had not even been to the semifinals. Since 1970, 51 years ago, they got to the Final Four that year, lost to Odessa Permian in what was then the largest classification in the state, 4A Permian, then lost in turn to Austin Reagan, which is now known as Northeast. Austin Reagan was finishing a run of winning three state titles in four years, and Austin Reagan was the last AISD school to win a state championship. That was 1970, so that's what LBJ is trying to accomplish when they go into the game against Stephenville tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. So there's connective tissue, I think, between both the 4A and the 5A and both of those inner-city programs advancing to their first state championship games. Of course, South Oak Cliff is trying to win the first outright recognized state champion from the DISD since 1950. Uh, Sunset High School was called the old City Conference that year. There was a four-year experiment from the UIL where they had, like, a 4A, a 3A, a 2A, or a 3A, a 2A, and a 1A. And then they had what was called the City Conference, and it was just schools with large enrollments from the large cities. And Sunset won a state championship that year in the old City Conference, and then there has not been an officially recognized DISD state champion since. Dallas Carters, we all know the story, won it on the field in 88, but was later stripped from the title because of UIL rules, uh, ineligibility violation. So there hasn't been a, a state champion from the DISD since 1950. There hasn't been one from the Austin Independent School District since 1970. So those are two programs trying to end those droughts from their respective inner city programs as they go into their state championship games this weekend. And it's interesting to me because there's terrific athletes, there's there's outstanding coaching. It just hasn't happened. Yeah, and, and some of it, there's been some unfortunate luck. I, I remember back in uh, 2001, uh, Reagan High at the time got to the Final Four. Uh, they had a great quarterfinal game with Bastrop down in the Alamo Dome, 
and uh, got to the Final Four and lost. Jamal Fenner, the head coach at LBJ now, was the quarterback of the Reagan team in 2000 that came up a little bit short as well. And uh, he had a lot of memories there. He played for Andrew Jackson, uh, the longtime coach there, and that LBJ. And then he was an assistant uh, under, as they called him affectionately, Coach Jack, uh, AJ, as a lot of us knew him, uh, Andrew Jackson at LBJ in the 2000s. And then Coach Jackson passed away from cancer a few years ago, and Jamal Fenner was elevated to the head coaching position. And he got him within a heartbeat of playing for a state title last year, and now he has them in the state championship. On the other hand, South Oak Cliff, a tremendous story. They've just never been able to get over the hump, and Jason Todd has done a, uh, an outstanding job there, and he claims that he's going to have all of Dallas County in, in the stands on uh, Saturday when they take on Liberty Hill at 11 o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning, and they're going to call for what they say a whiteout. South Oak Cliff is the visiting team, and they're going to wear their uh, all-white helmets and jerseys and pants and choose on Saturday. You know, <laughs> exciting stuff. Uh, we, we've got Bally's on. i gotta, I'm got to be honest, we're cheating. we got Bally Sports Southwest on here in the studio, and Lorena just went uh, on a running play for about 55 yards, and they lead 13 to nothing. So they are off to a tremendous start here in the football game. All right, Craig, of the – of the two, of the eight game, <laughs> that's just crazy. But of the eight games that you have worked and or working, it, it, we're not going to tell anybody. It's just us girls here. I, is there one that you're like, I can't wait for this one tonight? <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, and it's not just because it's the next game. I've been pointing toward this game for a long time. Franklin and Gunner. I remember several weeks ago, uh, we were visiting with uh, one of. Uh, one of the sideline reporters who's going to work the telecast with us. And she said, and this was like five weeks ago. She said, uh, do you know, who do you think might get there? I said, well, I said, if everything holds to form, we're probably going to have number one Franklin against number two Gunner. And uh, it could be a lot of fun. And I, and that's exactly what's happened. Both teams have pretty much mowed down their opponents. They both got tested a little bit in the semifinal round, but both pulled away. Uh, to win their state semifinal games. And it's going to be a lot of running. Game could move pretty quickly tonight. And uh, and, and and we'll see some uh, slot tee out of Gunner, and we'll see Franklin run uh, with their athletes. They have the, the, the Washington brothers who are tremendous in the backfield. So I, I'm looking forward to that one. Clearly tomorrow I'm looking forward to China Spring and Gilmer. Uh, that's one of the two that I have tomorrow. And the one tomorrow night between Katie Pato and College Station could be very, very close. The 6A games on Saturday uh, have intriguing storylines. Uh, Duncanville and North Shore meet for the third time in four years. Uh, North Shore won the first two meetings. And I think Duncanville is better equipped perhaps this time around, even though they, you know, it took a Hail Mary to beat them in 2018. And then North Shore was clearly the better team in 2019. And, uh, and then uh, the, the, the nightcap. Uh, which I think many folks are expecting to be a coronation in the final uh, ride for Todd Dodge at Westlake. They've just been that much better than everybody else. They were up 31 nothing at the half on Katie in the semifinal last week. I don't think anybody Who that. does that? I mean, really, who does that to Katie? Yeah, nobody. And yeah. that's why I think, I think uh, Coach Dodge is going out on a high note. This is this is clearly the best Westlake team he's ever had. It's one of the best high school teams, regardless of classification, that I've ever seen. And Denton Geyer's going to have a hands pull. So it might, to at least some folks tuning in, it might wind up being a banana climactic on Saturday night. Although, like I said, it's, it's, it's a really interesting story about the last ride 
uh, for Todd Dodge and Westlake. Now, having said that, Denton Geyer played them two years ago in the state championship when John Walsh was the coach. Now Rodney Webb, who did a great job at Rockwall, is the coach there. And uh, they've got some athletes. They've got a really good secondary, and they play great on special teams. So we'll see if that can help them uh, stay in the ballgame against Westlake. Hey, Craig, uh, take us back to the earlier game today, uh, Fall City and Stratford. And, and I got to see Fall City up close and personal. I'm just curious if this was a, a big highs come big lows because this team was – they were ready to go last week when they played Mart. They, they, I guess they were just flat tired of losing to the, to the Panthers. But uh, I'm just wondering if it was one of those – cases where a big high is followed by a big low they just couldn't get the motor running again today well i think they changed their strategy a little bit tom if i'm not mistaken and you were there to call again they ran the ball a great deal a lot of option ran the ball ton. with that big offensive line a ton and yeah well they kind of went away from that and threw the ball a lot now it helped them a little bit but they had less than 100 yards rushing oh stop for for most of the game so and and turnovers were a big factor in it uh, hmm. late in the game I and mean, it was 27 27 there with uh, under seven minutes to go in the ball game. And, uh, and Stratford was able to break through for a touchdown and then took advantage of uh, two turnovers late, one to add on a score and then one to keep Fall City from a drive. It was an excellent ball game for three and a half quarters before it finally got away from it. And the game played more to Stratford's liking. So it's, it's their fourth state title, and it was a great run for Fall City and a great run for Stratford as well in that uh, first game today. Final thought, you mentioned it briefly, but to talk a little bit about the matchup tomorrow. You got the China Spring game, <laughs> excuse me, tomorrow. Uh, talk a little bit about that one. This game, more than any other, is a matchup of the quarterbacks. And and th that's why it also has a chance. And, th and they do it differently, obviously. As we all know, Major, Major Bowden can run like the wind and is very fast and can really offset a defense with what he does with Coach Bell's ground attack and then on the other side brandon tennyson back in the title game for a second straight year he's headed for utsa this is a kid who can sling it all over the field and they have great athletes this will be a lot of fun i'm really interested to see uh, how china spring if they handle the moment tom all the other stuff going on around i think they'll be just fine and they've got a real shot to win uh, what their first state title since 1978, so uh, you know I'm I'm looking forward to and I and I will tell you this, I, you and I haven't had a chance to talk about this. I had uh, you know I had a conference call with Coach Bell the other day, mm -hmm. and, and I asked him about the influence that his dad had had with all of those years, and 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 the overlap of him taking over as head coach and having his dad right there with him, and he started talking about it. he got emotional about about. You know, he got a little, he he said he said I'm sorry about it. he got a little choked up talking about it, and it it touched all of us to, about how much his dad and his brother. Mm -hmm. He said he and Sean don't do an awful lot of X's and O's talk because you know college football different from high school football in a lot of ways, but but uh, but they talk a lot, and then obviously his dad is has been there for him every minute to be able to help him out whenever he needs it. So that that's one of the great intriguing stories, and there's so many stories like that during the state championship week. It makes it so much fun to be a part of. Yeah, he, he was on with us this morning, and uh, he, and I asked him about that, and he said, hey, basically it, it's this dad, brother, me, best friends. And, and you know, and, and, and that's, you know, because I told him, I said, I said obviously Mark and Sean have got to be incredibly proud of, of what you've accomplished and what's 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 getting done so far, and he goes, "Yeah, we're best friends, so we talk all the time." And so, yeah, I can imagine the uh, the emotion there for for uh, for uh, for Mark and for Sean is, and, and I think they're both going to be on the sideline tomorrow. 
that's great. That that's great. We'll we'll have a lot of fun with that. And I, I'm I feel blessed to have that as one of the eight games that I'm calling this week. So I'm 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 really looking forward to that. Hey, I appreciate your time. I know <laughs> you're not going to do any more talking uh, for the rest of the weekend. I wouldn't think, but no. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy the games, and uh, we look forward to watching uh, uh, these games on Bally Sports Southwest. Oh, by the way, I got Tep on tomorrow. Uh, to, how did he do? Uh, he, he he was incredibly nervous. Uh, it sounds like. Oh, he did a whale of a job. You knew yeah, he would. Get him to invoke all of his uh, all of his superlative adjectives he used for Doug Brooks, the gigantic running back for Shiner. I think he used things like Leviathan and, <laughs> and uh, uh, Mastodonic run. Uh, he just he. he he was uh, he was really cool. I was able to a lot of fun. We had a great time last night on the game. Uh, good. Hey, Craig, thanks. Appreciate the time. Going to let you get back to that Lorena Brock uh, Brock play a, a state championship game and enjoy. And uh, we appreciate your time today. You bet, Tom. Thanks. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Craig right. Way, the voice of the UIL, and he'll be on the call for uh, for Chatter Spring tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock. It's